right so we'll continue with chapter 16 from canto 6 this is king chitraketu meets the lord we'll continue from where we left uh, the verse is 42 how can a religious system that produces envy of oneself and of others be beneficial for oneself and for them what is auspicious about following such a system what is actually to be gained by causing pain to one's own self due to self envy or by causing pain to others one arouses your anger and practices a religion so the question that is continuing is this that the bhagavad dharma that is bhagavad dharma is the dharma which is supposed to be responsible for the proceeding towards devotional aspect of the lord you know we, where we are talking about devotion now if devotion is what is to be expected out of a particular religious teachings then there are other religions which are teaching about some other things so he is asking what is the reason for that kind of a problem which is that envy and so on and so forth so we'll see my dear lord once occupational duty is instructed in shrimad bhagavatam and bhagavad gita according to your point of view which deviates which never deviates from the highest goal of life those who follow their occupational duties under your supervision being equal to all living entities moving and non moving and not considering high and low are called aryans such aryan worships you the supreme personality of godhead so what is this aryan worship that we are talking about aryan worship is nothing but what we call as a devotional part of the worship so he is asking the question ki all these instructions that are there in the shrimad bhagavatam or the next book which is mentioned over here is the bhagavad gita both these books are talking about shri krishna and the way of loving him in the devotional aspect so what is the highest goal in life the highest goal in life is to reach the divine lord that is krishna himself or to reach the supreme divine consciousness so that is the highest goal in life whereas what are the other goals that that are mentioned by uh, religious beliefs you know like you should be getting some powers some other religious beliefs they are talking about this you would want to go to heaven so what heaven are we talking about heaven which has got very little you know like physical type of uh, uh, benefits that are there so is that the one no those who follow their occupational duties under the super uh, under your supervision that means everybody has been given specific duties the specific duties in this material world have been given to every individual if we do not follow those specific duties that means let us say for example we have a duty towards you know religious belief or religious worship now that is something like this brahmanas they are supposed to do that now the brahmana who is doing this kind of a religious belief or a religious worship sways away from it and becomes a kshatriya or becomes somebody who is <coughs> say ruling the government or trying to fight joins the army and so on and so forth how is that possible that is not the the duties that are prescribed what are the duties that are prescribed the duties that are prescribed as specific varna is concerned and that is charted out in the shrimad bhagavatam and the bhagavad gita both so all these people those who follow their duties are equal to all living entities everybody is equal moving, moving and non moving considered high and low or called aryans so those who follow the swadharma the dharma which is meant for that particular individual following a particular varna he is supposed to follow that dharma that is mentioned in the bhagavatam as well as the bhagavad gita 
and following the path of the divine through devotional worship such type of people are called aryans and they will follow that path towards the divine my lord it is not impossible for one to be immediately freed from all material contamination by seeing you not to speak of seeing you personally merely by hearing the holy name of your lordship only once even chandalas men of the lowest class are freed from all material contamination under the circumstances who will not be freed from material contamination simply by seeing you so what does it mean it is only talking about let us say the moment somebody sees the divine lord he is freed from all material contamination that means what what is material contamination material contamination is that which makes us go towards desires wants needs so on and so forth for the material being let uh, that, that means family life which is concerned with running after money so on and so forth all these are material needs and desires so you run after all these things but the moment you see the divine lord what happens to you the moment you come in connect with him all these desires all these needs that you have for the material slowly disappear or sometimes they disappear in one go so he is saying it's not impossible for one to be immediately freed so a person can get immediately freed why chitraketu saying this chitraketu is saying this because he has met shankarshana shankarshana is one of the aspects of shri krishna himself that is balrama as we say therefore my dear lord simply seeing you has now wiped away all contaminations of sinful activities and the results of material attachments and lusty desires which always filled my mind in the core of my heart this is exactly what we were mentioning just now that all the lusty desires that whatever desires that we have in the material world they suddenly disappear whatever is predicted by the great sage narad muni cannot be otherwise in other words i have obtained your audience as a result of being trained by narad muni so what he says narad muni who is his spiritual master has taught him the mantra or the prayers that will lead him towards the divine and by following the path which was given by the by his master his spiritual guru he was able to reach this divine self or what we call as the supreme divine consciousness so when while he is going over there he is meeting the divine consciousness in the form of shankarshana that is balram Hmm? Adishesh, O unlimited supreme personality of Godhead, whatever a living entity does in this material world is well known to you, because you are the super soul. In the presence of the sun, there is nothing to be revealed by the light of the glow worm. Similarly, because you know everything in your presence, there is nothing for me to be known. So, the moment you come and connect with the supreme divine consciousness, what happens? You get the complete knowledge of the divine. and the complete knowledge about the material world as well so he says in the moment you have come in front of me all this ignorance has gone away from front of me and i have been enlightened by knowledge my dear lord you are the creator maintainer and annihilator of this cosmic manifestation but persons who are too materialistic and who always see separateness do not have eyes with which to see you 
they cannot understand your real position and therefore they conclude that the cosmic manifestation is independent of your opulence my lord you are the supreme pure and you are full of six opulences therefore i offer my respectful obeisance unto you so though the divine lord is in charge of creation sustenance and destruction appears as only one and everything is stemming from him and going back to him yet when people those who are on the material path they are not able to see him sometimes they think that the world is because of birth and death you know and the world is already there and there is no god existing over there there is no such thing as god so he is talking about them my dear lord it is after your endeavor that lord brahma indra and other directors of the cosmic manifestation became occupied with their activities it is after you perceived the material energy my lord that the senses began to perceive the supreme personality of god had holds all universes in his head like a seed of mustard i offer my respectful obeisance unto you that supreme personality who has thousands of hoods sukdev goswami continued the lord the supreme personality of god had ananta dev being very much pleased with the prayers offered by chitraketu the king of the vidyadharas replied to him as follows o best of the kuru dynasty maharaj parikshit so what is happening now because these questions which were asked by chitraketu to the divine lord about how religions can affect an individual so the lord who is standing in front of me is now going to address him and give him certain understanding this has been mentioned by parikshit to parikshit by sukhdev goswami this remember this is the bhagavad gita bhagavatam so let us see what he is saying the supreme personality of godhead anantadev replied as following o king as a result of you having accepted the instruction spoken about me by the great sage narada and angira you have become completely aware of the transcendental knowledge because you are now educated in the spiritual science you have seen me face to face therefore you are now completely perfect the spiritual master that is the master who is narada narada is the master connected to what we call as the divine method of reaching the lord what is the highest divine method of reaching the lord that is called the method of devotional aspect which is nothing but bhakti marg a marg of a particular direction through which you can reach the divine but it has to be given to you by the spiritual master who will be able to guide you through the stages it could be through what is called as chanting so on and so forth so there is a methodology prescribed which he has used and he has reached over there all living entities moving and non moving are my expansions and are separate from me i am the super soul of all living beings who exist because i manifest them i am the form of the transcendental vibrations like omkara and the hari krishna hari ram and i am the supreme absolute truth these two forms of mind that is the transcendental sound and eternally blissful spiritual form of the deity are my eternal forms they are not material so what is ananta dev talking to him about he says that i have two forms 
what is the two forms one is the pranava the sound that comes the sound that comes as we say omkara or as we say we say a mantra or a jap exactly the jap that is mentioned if it is correctly pronounced if it is said in the perfect order then you are able to see the divine that is number 1 the sound and the divine is one and the same actually can you distinguish the sound from let us say the sound which is creating this entity different than the entity itself you will find that the entity is the sound and the sound is the entity okay the moment you say the words they create certain vibrations the vibrations is the creative aspect of sound think about it like this if i say a name i say ram the moment i say ram what does it create it creates a vibration of the name of that entity which stands in front of you the divine is created the moment you say the words if i say some other word let us say i say jesus does ram stand in front of you or jesus stands in front of you so you will find that the moment you say jesus jesus is the one who comes in front of you so think about it like this by uchcharan by saying the word you have created that divine entity just by the pronunciation or by saying it so shankar shana is saying one is the uchcharan or the way you say it creates the sound which in turn creates the entity so always remember suppose you have a son or a daughter if you call out the name if you call out some other name will your son come no okay suppose your son's name is sedar you call him gautama he is not going to come <laughs> okay <laughs> you have to say the correct way then only is going to come otherwise you will wonder i say whom are you calling so the perfect name has to be there and the perfect person will stand in front of you you remember the story of ajmila he says narayana just we have already done the story <laughs> the moment he calls out to his son actually he is calling out to narayan narayana and all that so the word the moment he says the word the divine lord and his dutas are standing in front of him in the same way so you understood the the particular sound creates that entity so my eternal forms the spiritual form and the eternal forms are one and the same in this world of matter which the conditioned souls accept as consisting of enjoying resources the conditioned soul expands thinking that he is the enjoyer of the material world similarly the material world expands in the living entity as a source of enjoyment in this way they both expand but because they are my energies they are both pervaded by me as the supreme lord i am the cause of these effects and one should know that both of them rest in me so what what is he explaining two things he is explaining one is this is a world of matter everything that you see over here is made up of panchabhutas isn't it 
we already discussed about it there are five elements which are there so these five elements they have created this conditioned soul conditioned soul the human being that is there okay now in that what is he doing he is looking for enjoyable resources he is thinking that i want to enjoy something the human being who is nothing but matter itself he is wanting to enjoy something all right so externally there are objects which he wants to enjoy now what is happening to this person the enjoyment is one born inside of him so he says the condition soul expands expands in the sense he wants to go towards that object now let us say for example i have a need for a particular thing all right now christmas season is round the corner i want to eat christmas cake you know the nice round rum cake or that we have the christmas black color cake that you have now i want to eat that cake so will i not want to go and buy that cake because that's an external object remember the the desire has come inside of me i want to eat the cake so i have to go and buy the cake right now see how it works the condition soul expands so i have to go and get this material object from somewhere thinking that i am the enjoyer of this material world <laughs> i want to say i want to eat it so i have to go and expand in this body then go to some shop somewhere maybe across the street i have to go to nilgiri and buy the cake because they make the cake so i go and buy the cake now i feel that i am the one who wants the cake so i have to go extend myself to it but what actually has happened is the cake has been brought inside of me think about it like that and the cake is actually an object outside but it has it not been created inside of me now ah that desire itself ah i want to eat the cake that desire has been created inside of me this is what is called similarly the material world expands in the living entity as a source of enjoyment so did you see the object outside has actually been created inside of me as a desire there is an object outside inside of me the op- the thing called desire has been created inside here then only i will go and get it otherwise why will i think about it got it so this is how it works it works in the fashion that i want to eat that object so i have to first create the desire inside of me in this way both these are expanding only in the divine being both these things are a part and parcel of this whole thing all right so the object outside and the desire inside and the object that is me and that need to eat can you see these are two two things separate of each other one the cake you know the cake is the object outside and the need to eat somebody has to eat me is there in the cake right me an object of desire which says i want to eat the cake and the need to eat the cake in the sense this desire got created inside of me so both this will come together now think about it both these look separate isn't it they all look separate but what are they 
they are inside of the divine being itself so all this this whole objective has been created inside inside of me now i gave you the example of a cake now let me give you another example which you will understand let us think about it that you the entity who is the divine entity called shankarshana assuming this how does this work let us see now inside of you now we will go inside of you now we have to understand how shankarshana works isn't it so let us go inside of you now inside of you there is a stomach now inside the stomach there are those juices that are getting produced now these juices which are maybe you know they are digesting proteins and carbohydrates and all those kind of things so the stomach is there juices are there object which is there which falls inside huh is getting mixed around with all this and the whole thing becomes a homogeneous mixture so i took the stomach now let us take take another thing let us say there is one blood capsule small blood capsule now the blood capsule has the need for absorbing oxygen you know it goes to the lungs and absorbs the oxygen hmm? so the blood capsule absorbing oxygen what does it have the desire for absorbing oxygen did you see the red blood capsule inside our body is craving for oxygen isn't it there is a crave inside that red blood capsule correct on the other side there is a lung in which there is a desire to give that and take something from you so the lung in turn gives oxygen and takes carbon carbon dioxide so it is a hum it's a homogeneous mixture of give and take which happens inside this shankarshana this entire being right the being is this person the person is creating the desire and the object of desire itself inside of itself right so both the things are happening so these four things which we did in the beginning are inside of us only likewise think about anant shesh in his entire you remember his his heads are like this so on top of the heads are supposed to be the universes i we have done this in the past so think about it like that that in his entire universe all this is like a homogeneous mixture it is happening so when a person is in deep sleep he dreams and sees in himself many other objects such a great mountain and rivers or perhaps even the entire universe although they are far away sometimes when one awakes awakens from a dream he sees that he is a human form lying in the bed in one place then he sees himself in terms of various conditions as belonging to a particular nationality family and so on all the conditions of deep sleep dreaming and wakefulness are but energies of the supreme personality of godhead one should always remember the original creator of these conditions the supreme lord who is unaffected by them 
this line needs a certain explanation let us see how it works the same person a human being in the normal world maybe a father a mother a child any belongs to a certain state or a religion or a caste he may be staying in some country he may be staying in some location so so many things are attributed to that person isn't it so he say i am a father of so and so or i am a son of so and so i am a mother of so and so i am a, i am a daughter of so and so or the son of so and so these are not attributes they are attributes then you will say i live in usa i live in india i live in singapore i live in wherever that i have to live so you give your location also is the location or these uh, uh, designations a part of you no they are just defining some aspect of yours it's not you in the same way you go to sleep when you go to sleep now let us say you are in america but when you go to sleep you dream of being in india and you can actually see your village or or maybe you go and see some city and you see so many things inside your dream are those objects not created inside your dream they are the people yes the locations yes you may be sleeping on the earth but you can dream of the moon or you can dream of interstellar spaces and black holes and what not can you not dream of all those you can dream of anything in this world so what happens to you is in one place you have got all these universes inside of you yet are you a part of them no you can have those imageries inside of you you can have certain names for the body you can call it some relative of something and you can give it that he is staying in one place now think about it during day time when you are awake you are staying in one com- a country let us say usa and in your sleep you have gone to india so which country are you from india or usa you can't even say that because in your dream you are very much a part of india so does it mean that you are an indian or does it mean that you are in america or does it mean that you are somewhere else but in your dream you can go to moon also no you can go and form a colony on mars also for all you care who cares you can form your colony in some other portion of the universe does not really matter in your dream you are in that place that location but in your awakened state you are in some other place yet in both these places there is absolutely no meaning if you actually see you the entity doesn't belong to any place so this is what he says all the conditions of deep sleep dreaming and wakefulness are but energies of the supreme divine consciousness or the lord they are nothing but energies so you can sleep and you can be somewhere else you can be mr x or mr y also who cares does it matter no you can be miss so and so or mrs so and so does it matter no so in your sleep you could be something in your waking state you could be something so which one is true in your deep sleep what happens in the waking state you don't know correct 
in your deep sleep do you know what is happening in your waking state no idea so in your waking state do you know what happens in your deep sleep no idea i you can put cameras around you to see what is happening in your deep sleep but you can put the camera and only see a body lying over there beyond that you don't know what is happening there it is like as if some vehicle you know standing over there you see you have your car no this car must be standing outside you are only photographing the car but what is that person inside where is he just photographing the vehicle doesn't mean that you are there in that place <laughs> so that is the reason why in the waking state you can be photographed somewhere you can say you know i was i was in india oh sir but in the deep sleep you were in america or in in the waking state you are in america and <laughs> deep sleep you were in india there is no way of knowing it is hypothetical and this is nothing but you know maya jal we cannot even know the truth in that aspect so what the lord is saying is this is nothing but energies these are nothing but powers of the divine consciousness so one should always remember the original creator of these conditions these are called conditions and the one who is in this body will be called a conditioned living being a conditioned living being i can condition myself to think of something think about it like this you know you may be sitting in one place which is very cold all right and suddenly you see maybe a tiger coming towards you you know how much heated you will become because of that <laughs> you will want to run away you know that video which had come that boy who was sitting inside the cage you know along with the tiger in india now can you even think at that moment was that man thinking oh i have to go to college i have to do this i have to do that aaj kya khane ka hai you think that fellow was thinking about that or was he thinking a tiger is amne kha jayega can you see so his world was only that much that little world of his is all that was left can you imagine yourself in that so the physical body is actually not what you think it is it is a conditioned way of living conditioned way of living means what see it is slight and now i am taking slightly more time so that you understand what it means by this conditioned way of living now you know if you really want to feel happy about something you can actually be happy you can say you know i am the happiest person on earth and you want to be the miserable person you can be as miserable as you want to be you get the point so it is not left to some is is the is the camera working or some uh, i just need to is it working okay because in my case i think everything is got frozen <laughs> okay so let us see conditioned living is like this the reason now why, why this term conditioned has come in is because 
how do you want to live you see you can be a caged parrot parrot inside a cage now if you really want to feel miserable to the core you can feel miserable to the core you want to feel happy and keep on cawing all the time caw 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 you know like that uh, noise that you want to make you can do that as well so you can be happy or you can be sad depending on what kind of condition you want to live in because both the condition which is happy or sad is connected to the body and the body just now we understood can be in america or can be in india simultaneously if you want in the deep sleep you are in india and in the waking state you are in america so in the same way the parrot who is in the cage in the deep sleep of the parrot he is free but when he wakes up he is in the cage so which is the truth is he free or is he in the cage these are called philosophical truths both of them are false both these are false both of them are not true neither is he free and neither is he in bondage so you can be happy and sad simultaneously the same thing can be happiness and the same thing can be sadness okay how is this happiness and sadness think about this that there was one i mean in one of the movies they had shown one very interesting um, you know uh, thing called ru afza and there is one drink it is given to this hero he is going on a holiday and when he when his mother keeps the ru afza his step mother he says i don't want this ru afza and he goes away making a face many years later when he comes back and destiny has brought him back to the house again there is nobody in the house and then he sees this lady that is his stepmother come and keep the ru afza in front of him he willingly likes it and drinks it so what is the difference between the person so in the initial stages he hated that thing in the later stages he loves that thing so is this hatred and the love permanent none nothing is permanent isn't it so if you actually see things which you like can turn towards hatred after some time or that which you hate just now can be liking later on so if you are asked do you like this when you are given something to eat you may say no 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 this is all karela i don't like it you know you may say this when you are a young person you will say karela yak it is you know kadwa as you grow older then you see that the same person is drinking karela ka juice and then you ask that person are why are you drinking this juice you didn't like it no 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 no, no. i have to drink it's very nice why is it nice it is good for health no blood pressure see so so the same object which was supposed to be the horrible object for you has now turned to be a likable object because you found something in it so which is the truth 
the one you didn't like or the one you liked so this is what shankarshana is trying to teach him both these states are false a like can turn into hatred and a hatred can turn into like whichever way you look at it you see as a youngster you used to eat lot of ice creams and cakes and stuff like that you know gooey gooey stuff and chocolates and all that and then later on in life you get diabetes sir the same thing is started to poison for you <laughs> i was watching this uh, video by john oliver you know and he was talking about how many spoons of sugar that a person in america eats per day i'm not joking huh? this is a very funny thing which he was saying but it is so interesting to note you know we have we we drink tea coffee this that so many things the average number of spoons that a person in the united states consumes of sugar is 22 heapful per day which translates into 76 kilos at the end of the year Seventy-six kilos. One bori of sugar we eat one one whole life of you know in one year's time. Can you imagine that? So he was saying in this in this video which was there during this uh, uh, you know recently that Halloween was there. Na? This video was there. He says that you know how can you be eating like this so much of sugar? And then he came out with a sauce. You know that he, they showed the sauce, and he says. that is a a kadwa sauce you know to make it sweet clam sauce you know clams cp clam sauce is there and he says there are 11 spoons of sugar added into that one spoon of sauce how can you thuske bhar ke rakha a one serving you are eating 11 spoons of sugar oh my god a person is going to have diabetes just to remove that dirty smell of the clams or you know that the stink you put so much of sugar in it so why not you know remove the clams only from there is what he was asking so did you understand this we are like this kind of people same thing as sugar which can which a child will like will become an object of hatred the moment you have diabetes so nothing in this world is the truth this is what he is trying to say so so what he says the only thing that is the truth is knowing the divine because remember the four things which we were discussing about two year and two year the person and the desire and the object of desire and the desire itself both these are one and the same and everything is in one alone so the man who is dreaming of some other place or the man who is living in some place all are joined together all of them have combined together and everything is in this one thing which is called the supreme divine consciousness so you can see from whatever point of view everything is in something and this something is called the divine lord alone which is the supreme divine consciousness no me to be the supreme brahma the all pervading super soul through whom the sleeping living entity can understand the dreaming conditions and his happiness beyond the activities of the material senses that is to say i am the cause of the activities of the sleeping living being so now think about it who is the one who is sleeping me only who is the one who is dreaming me only who is the one who is giving him the dream me only 
who is the one who is acting out the dream me only if everything is me alone so who do you think this whole thing is creating and destroying all the time everything is me alone so the person who is sleeping to the dream to everything is me alone so he says i am that supreme divine consciousness and i am that supreme divine being if one's dream during sleep are merely subject matter witnesses by the super soul how can the living entity which is different from the super soul remember the activities of dream interesting the experiences of one person cannot be understood by another therefore the knower of the facts the living entity who inquires into the incidents manifested in dream and wakefulness is different from the circumstantial activities i will explain wait that knowing factor is brahma in other words the quality of knowing belongs to the living entities and to the supreme soul thus the living entity can also experience the activities of dream and wakefulness in both stages the knower is unchanged but is qualitatively one with the supreme brahma such a big line i will tell, tell you very simple explanation to this you have come in you are in your dream let us say you are in a dream and now you have come to india in the dream all right now you wake up ping your eyes open and then you say oh i had a dream i was in chennai you know what i was with chennai and i was uh, watching this film of talaiwa <laughs> there's a new film which has come no linga so i was watching linga and i saw rajnikanth sir and i was enjoying the show but when i woke up i am in america and i am sleeping in my bed how is that possible so who is asking the question i am asking the question i was sleeping in america and i saw my dream i went to Ch- in chennai now who went to chennai that was a different person or i was a different person see now there are two things isn't it somebody who had a dream and somebody is asking about a dream that i had confusing in the normal state there are two friends one friend is eating pakoda and the other friend is looking at him chala tu pakoda kha raha hai humko diya nahi hmm <laughs> you are saying like that to him so the pakoda eating person is a and the person who is looking at him is b so can b have the same experience as a no a is eating the pakoda so he is having the experience of eating pakodas and he doesn't want to share it with b so b is feeling very mighty upset about it you are eating you are not giving me so these are two separate people two separate experiences correct so in the in the waking state two people two experiences so can one's experience match the other no 
One ate the pakoda, so he will know what pakoda is. The other fellow didn't eat, so he doesn't know about it. So these are two separate people. One cannot experience the other person's experience. Correct? But in the sleeping state, the person who was experiencing the film Linga in Chennai, was he the different person than the one who was waking? Yes or no? You are still in America, but the sleep fellow had gone to India to watch the film. Two separate people. But when you woke up from that dream, did you not say the words, Oh, I was dreaming, you know, I was in Chennai and I was watching the film Linga over there. (laughs) So two separate people, how can they have the same experience? So doesn't that mean that you are one and the same? You are one and the same. And yet you are different. So, now this is a philosophical discussion, okay? So please, this is slightly heavy. So you have to stress your brains out. Maybe you will have to drink a cup of tea after this. (laughs) To remove all these things from your brain. So, (laughs) to loosen it out. So think about it like this. The person who was dreaming was different than the person who is saying the words, I had a dream. Two separate people. Whereas in the day, day time, there are, one is eating pakoda and one is not eating pakoda. Two separate people. And you will say, you know, you for your argument saying, you will say that was daytime and this is night. But are you not the same person during the night and the daytime? Sir, you are the same person. Daytime you are not experiencing it because you feel the separation in the body. The body separation is felt. That person was A and you were B. That is the separation. But the moment you remember the story I started with, you are Shankarsana. You are that being. In the stomach you are feeling the want for food. The food is entering your stomach and you are digesting it. Everything is happening inside of you. The moment you understand this that everything is happening inside the soul which is the super soul doesn't it mean that everything is happening to you so everything is actually happening to you you are yourself combined you know you are you are curbing yourself in this body and saying i am only the body which is wrong so this is what it's a very dense explanation that you have been given you will have to think about it. So in both the stages, the knower is unchanged, but is qualitatively one with the Supreme Brahma. All these instances which I gave you, they look different, but it is only the one Divine Self which is experiencing the whole thing. When a living entity, thinking himself different from me, forgets his spiritual identity of qualitative oneness with me. In eternity, knowledge and bliss, his material conditional life begins. The moment you, now the see, we went from this to that and now from that to this we are going to go there. 
the moment you think you are separate than the lord then you are trapped in the human body then the lord is separate and you are separate and then your conditioned life begins the moment you know you are a part of the small part portion of the lord then you are you not a part of the lord yes but the moment you separate yourself out and say no i am i am xyz you have separated out so you do not have this experience of the divine lord so this qualitative oneness with me in eternity knowledge and bliss his conditional life begins in other words instead of identifying his interest with mine he becomes interested in his bodily expansion like his wife children and material possessions the moment you separate yourself out into a body then you have a this body has a wife has children has every other thing in the material world then there are material possessions in this way by the influence of action one body comes from another and after after one death another death takes place so that is the reason why shankarshana is explaining to him this is the reason why when you separate yourself out from me thinking yourself to be different than me then because of that ahankara because of the ego which got created in you you think you have a body and that body gives birth to a child and then the child dies and then you feel bad about the whole issue so he is telling chitraketu about this so it is because you separated yourself out of me so you felt all the misery and the pain a human being can attain perfection in life by self realization through the vedic literature and its practical applications this is possible especially for a human being born in this country in india the land of piety a man who obtains birth in such a convenient position but does not understand his self is unable to achieve the highest perfection even if he is exalted in life in higher planetary systems so he says you should be thankful that you are learning this kind of a language in this great country called india and this knowledge is only over here which is the spiritual significance that you are being told you are one with the lord and that way you get realization of the self so this self realization is only taught in india that is only the vedic literature is talking about this self realization no other path is talking about it is what is being mentioned remembering the great trouble found in the field of activities perform for infructive results and remembering how one reserve receives the reverse of the results what desires whether from material action or from fruitive activities recommended in the vedic literature an intelligent man should cease from the desire of fruitive actions for by such endeavors one cannot achieve the ultimate goal of life on the other hand if one acts without desires for fruitive reasons results in other words if one engages in this dis- devotional activities he can achieve the highest goal of life with freedom from miserable conditions considering this one should cease from material desires so why does this separation happen the separation happens because of desires which comes in a human being so we have come back to the same place where we started all this happens because you have a desire i have a desire i want a wife i want children i want money i want this 
for which you keep on running after things and you separate yourself out from me so this is what he is saying as husband and wife a man and woman plan together to attain happiness and decrease ha- unhappiness working jointly in many ways but because their activities are full of desires these activities are never a source of happiness and they never diminish distress on the contrary they are the cause of great unhappiness why is there a cause of unhappiness in a married life where there is a husband and wife because we have too many desires in our world i want this and i want that i expect you to do this and i expect you to do that this is what you got to do and this is how you should do these kind of things which are there in the material world for people those who are married the wife is expecting the husband to do something and the husband is expecting the wife to do something and because of these desires this unhappiness is always there in the initial stages you try to fulfill the desires but later on what happens you feel completely dejected you know in this because you do not see reciprocation in any form so the husband will you know his expectations are not met the wife's expectations are not met both the expectations are not met the desires are just getting left out there in the open and nobody gives a damn to each other and that is the reason why unhappiness grows in the material world in a marriage one should understand the activities of persons who are proud of their material experiences brings only result contradictory to those persons pers- conceive while awake sleeping and in deep sleeping one should further understand that the spirit soul although very difficult for the materialist to perceive is above all these conditions and by the strength of one's discrimination one should give up the desire for fruitive results in the present life and in the next thus becoming experience in transcendental knowledge one should become my devotee so shankarshana is explaining he says all these fruitive desires which have arisen because of the same man who is who is awake who is in dream state or who is in deep sleep all these are desires 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 which has caught so many things because of which he is become unhappy he needs to leave these desires and he needs to be one with me so leave everything all these desires at the feet of the lord and just be one in devotion to me so this is the devotional aspect of the divine remember do not forget where this is happening do you remember where this is happening chitraketu is sitting in meditation on the divine lord correct it is not gone somewhere he is not gone to some location somewhere everything is happening to him where he is sitting in one place so now think about it do you think chitraketu when he wakes up he will say i don't have any wives or what he already has those hundreds of wives no so i don't know how many millions of wives remember don't forget the story the story is still not ended okay so this is what happens the person is very much there he is having this conversation going on inside of him shankarshana has come to him in this divine form in his being remember he is not gone anywhere he is sitting in one place only just like the man in a dream has gone to chennai but he is actually in america think about it he is not gone anywhere he is there only but did he not feel and experience that you know scene in chennai of course he experienced 
Likewise, Chitraketu is experiencing this entire teachings in his dream, in his state of being one with the divine. Alright? It's basically like there is a dialogue going on inside of him. So, persons who try to reach the ultimate goal of life must expertly observe the supreme absolute person and the living entity who are one in quality in their relationship as a part and the whole. This is an ultimate understanding of life. There is no better truth than this. We have come to the end of this thing by telling you the truth. The truth is what? So who do you think was experiencing Shankarsana? You. But just now you went on a fabulous journey right round the universe and came back, isn't it? You went all over the world. You went to so many Vidyadharas and this one and that one and Shankarsana and what not and what not and, and God knows where all you went and you came back. So in these lines what is mentioned? We are trying to reach an ultimate goal. So the goal is according to us, you know, 100 kilometers away. Sir, it is not there. The goal is inside of you. There is nowhere to go. So don't even think that I have to go somewhere. Beda, you don't have to go anywhere. You are the goal itself. There is no other goal except you yourself. The self is you and you are the self. And you have to reach this goal within yourself. Which is why it is called self-realization. Otherwise it could have been Mars realization or Pluto realization or something like that. No. Or maybe black hole realization. Who cares? Some place you might be thinking of. No, there is nothing like that. No Pluto and Mars. You are inside of you only. God is actually inside of you. You are the God yourself. Nobody else. Nowhere else in this world is that God. It is inside of you. So all this, observe the Supreme Absolute Person and the Living Entity. The Supreme Living Person who is Shankarsana himself, that big snake, is inside of you. And the Living Entity. Who is the Living Entity? You alone. Who are one in quality. You are one in quality and relationship as a part and a whole. When you were dreaming, you were the whole and the dream was a part. Correct? In the dream, you were the whole and the dream was a part. In the dream, you were a part and dream was the whole. Did you understand? (laughs) Inside the dream, you had gone to Chennai. So the dream was very big and you are a tiny part in it. You are as if you are in Chennai. Correct? Whereas actually what it was, you were sleeping and the dream was inside of you. So are you not part of the whole and the whole of the part? Everything is you. So what makes you think that there is some God outside somewhere to be gone and met somewhere else? Sir, there is no God there. Chitraketu is you. The wives are the desires that you have. Think. Millions of desires we have. Do you remember I told you, I will tell you the end of the story. Chitra Ketu. Ketu is what? You know what is, you know, Dhuma Ketu means what? A comet. 
Doom means the doom. Yeah, we know that song which is the doom. Doom one, doom two, doom three, like that. <laughs> doom means running away. You know, like Doom Ketu. Sir, this is Chitra Ketu. Dream world of mine. I run in my dreams. I run after my desires. Think. My desires make me run from place to place. And the child which is born of me, which is nothing but a desire, which gets murdered. I have a child. No. Chitra Ketu has a child. Correct? The Chitra Ketu is nothing but desire. I have a desire. I want to become super rich. I want to become billionaire. And one day one person comes and gives, and gives one big hole in it. What billionaire you are talking about? You owe me so much of money. Finished. <laughs> Your dream is over. That Chitra Ketu's dream is gone. So think about it. Like that. We are the Chitra Ketu. The dream is within us. Everything is our own. We are, we, are, we are dreaming our own life all the time. We have millions of wives. How many wives? Can you count them? Innumerable. You know how many dreams we have? I want to do this. I want to do that. This is mine. That is mine. This is what I have to get. That, oh God, from the word, the moment you are born till you die, you are just full of desires. I want this. 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 That is all that you do. Think. The Chitra Ketu. You dream and dream and dream and want and want and desire and this and that and then you have this great desire, I want to have a son. And who gives you the son? Remember, there is Angira and there is another person. Angira. Do you know the word Anga means what? Body. It gives you the power to have children. Huh? This body gives you, you know, you think that you are a very potent person. Important and potent, you know. Potent person. I am a very potent person. I can have children. And that gives you the children. It's a terrible story. And that child dies. You know what dies? Our desires. You think about it. You, have, you may have the greatest desire in the world. And that desire dies. What? You are thinking, I will go and see, you know, that, uh, what, uh, Ten Commandment or something, some film that is going on. Exodus! I am going to go and watch Exodus. And by the time you reach the theatre, that, that, that uh, thing has gone, Exodus. I love it has run away somewhere. And then you really wonder, Are my film Exodus So it's like a desire, I want to see that and it goes away somewhere. Ah! It's like that Sony. You know, Sony, everything went out in the marketplace. And the best of the heroines is called some name. What happens to her image then? Fuss it goes. Okay. Today I was watching the 10 greatest things on, uh, on YouTube or something like that. Somebody's bum is shown as, you know, great stuff out there. Uh, they have got millions... 30 million hits in 3 days time. I was wondering what has bum got to go with 30 million hits boss. It is an imaginary thing. Think. So stupid it could be. And we are running after those kind of things. Which has no value for us. So, it's like that. So Angira. Understand? Desire. We have the desire. We have the child. It goes away one day. And then you think you know oh, my poor son is dead. 
<laughs> and the sun will rise, you know, the desire, it comes out and he says, what is this desire that you are having? You know, I am the most flimsiest of the creatures on this earth. Today it is there, tomorrow it is gone. You like sugar, no, just now. Tomorrow you will have diabetes. Finish, your desire is finished. What? It came and it died. See, think about it. So it is like that, you know, desire is full of that karela juice. So now you understood the Chitra Ketu and his story and the millions of wives. Now you know how a man can have millions of wives. After this you will always remember <laughs> Chitra Ketu. So there is no better truth than this. O king, if you accept this con- conclusion of mine, being unattached to material enjoyment, adhering to me with great faith and thus becoming proficient and fully aware of the knowledge and its practical application in life, you will achieve the highest perfection attaining me. So Shankarsana is ending his discourse by saying this to you. I am you and you are me. Only think of yourself as a part of me. Don't think I am different than you. There is no God to be achieved somewhere outside. Don't try to go to Mars and try to look for me over there. I am within you. Don't run after anything. You are the Chitra Ketu. You are the Shankarsana. You are everything. The dream is you. You are you. You are in India and you are in US and wherever you want to be. So you can achieve me by only being one with me. And that is the supreme truth. And that is what is called self-realization. Knowing who you truly are. So the last line says, this is a translation says, See Subdev Goswami continued, Thus after instructing Chitra Ketu and assuring him of the perfection in this way, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is the Supreme Spiritual Master, the Supreme Soul, Shankarsana, disappeared from the place as Chitra Ketu looked on. So Shankarsana vanishes from there and only you are left over there thinking that I am the Chitra Ketu. This desire which was born inside of me needs to be cured. So this is the end of the chapter. I know I have extended myself slightly. So, yeah. Thanks.